This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, November 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP hoping to gain two-chamber majority. UP says good chance Congress will step in to advert a rail strike. And Brazil soy planting proceeds swiftly. The GOP looks to seize control of Congress. Republicans are widely expected to win control of the House in today's midterm elections, and GOP chances of winning the Senate appeared to be rising as well over recent days. Forecasts by the major rating service have Republicans with a net gain of up to 30 seats. Sabato's crystal ball has 237 seats as either safe, likely, or leaning GOP, well over the 218 needed to control the House. Uh, Inside Elections projects that Republicans will pick up between 13 and 30 seats. The Cook Political Report with Amy Walter has been a little more conservative, but had 212 seats in the GOP column heading into Election Day. We're watching at least 10 Democrats on the House Ag Committee facing strong challenges this year. Abigail Spanberger's race in Virginia's 7th District could be an early indication of how big the GOP wave is going to be. Virginia's polls close at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Also take note as expected House Republicans have no intention of taking up immigration reform legislation until they believe the border is secure. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy of California reiterated that point in an interview with CNN. The first thing you'll see is a bill to control the border first, McCarthy said, of the GOP legislative priorities. He also said the GOP would demand spending cuts in exchange for raising the debt limit. And also, a GovExec poll shows federal workers favor Democrats slightly in the midterm contest. In House races, 46% of workers said they plan to vote for a Democrat, 35% for Republican, the publication reported. In the Senate, the numbers are tighter. 37% of federal employees planning to cast their ballot for a Democrat in those races, and 33% for Republicans. Union Pacific believes Congress will step in and advert future rail strikes, the company official says. Laura Heisterkamp, assistant vice president of bulk marketing and sales for the Union Pacific Railroad, told ag bankers yesterday that the company is expecting Congress to step in to prevent a rail strike if all sides cannot come to an agreement. We're working really closely with the union representatives, and we feel it's probable that Congress, if it did come down to a strike, would step in as they did a couple of months ago, Heisterkamp said at the National Ag Bankers Conference in Omaha. Now take note, two unions, the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees and the Brotherhood of Railroad Signalmen, have still not worked out an agreement with the railroads, while three more are reviewing their proposed agreements. The remaining seven unions have ratified their agreements That according to the National Railway Labor Conference. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000 plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Brazil's soybean planting is 57% done. Beneficial rains last month gave Brazilian farmers in some of the biggest ag regions as much needed boost and soybean planting for the 22-23 crop is now 57% done. That according to the consulting firm Agral. Substantial rains in concerningly dry areas of key farm states such as Mato Grosso and Paraná came as a relief and farmers were able to sow a lot during downpour intervals, the firm said. Planting is still slower than last year. It was about 67% done at this time in 2021, but the pace now is strong and up from the 46% complete the previous week. In the U.S., the National Ag Statistics Service yesterday said 87% of the corn crop is harvested. That's up 11 points in the past seven days and 4% ahead of last year. USDA says 94% of the soybean crop is harvested, a six-point improvement over last week, eight points better than last year. The Supreme Court to hear Colorado River water case involving Navajo Nation. The Supreme Court has waded into a water rights dispute involving the Navajo Nation's right to Colorado River flows. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in February that the tribe could sue for its right to water in the river, but both the United States and three states, Arizona, California, and Nevada, petitioned the high court for review. The Supreme Court precedent makes clear that, quote, when the United States creates an Indian reservation to serve as a permanent homeland, the United States also reserves sufficient unappropriated water to fulfill the reservation's purposes. The tribe argued in opposing the Interior Department's petition, which said the appeals court could not cite any sources that impose, quote, any specific and affirmative duties on the federal government on behalf of the Navajo Nation with respect to the water of the Colorado River or the basin more generally. Brunel optimistic following African trade trip. USDA Deputy Secretary Jewel Bronow recently led a trade mission to East Africa where she said the U.S. is hoping to capitalize on trade opportunities. We want to deepen the trade cooperation focusing on promotion of two-way trade, which we feel can better enable relationships here in East Africa, she said in a call from Tanzania on Friday, which she visited along with Kenya. The U.S. and Kenya announced a strategic trade and investment partnership in July. Bronow says, adding, I think there is an interest to have more conversations about tariffs. 
We realize that there are tariffs that exist on U.S. imports into East Africa, and there is hope that we will move towards more discussion. She said USDA would share information with the U.S. Trade Representative so that they are aware that our ag producers are interested in addressing some specific issues with the tariff barriers. Finally, here's today's He Said It. We have a credibility problem, all of us. We're talking and we're starting to act, but we are not doing enough. It is a choice to continue this pattern of destructive behavior. We have other choices. That former Vice President Al Gore in an address to the COP27 conference in Egypt yesterday. Gore also mentioned drought conditions that are drying up the mighty Mississippi River and other significant waterways around the world. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, November 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.